0: Navigating the Spectrum with Michelle Portlock. I'm your host, Michelle Portlock, and I'm so happy to have you with me today. Today, I have Beatrice Moise uh, as my guest, and Beatrice is a board-certified cognitive specialist, a parenting coach, a national speaker, and author of Our Neurodivergent Journey. She also has a unique parenting channel on YouTube that is dedicated to educating individuals with neurodiversity who are neurodivergent. Jim. Um, I'm going to call Beatrice B through most of this podcast, so don't be confused, listeners. But B, I'm so happy to have you with me today. I am so happy to be here today. I'm
1: very excited.
0: Well, I, I just... I was reading about what you did and what you do, and I'm just so interested in learning more. And so I just want to ask you to start out by telling me what sparked your passion to make a difference in the world of autism and in a neurodivergent world in general.
1: Well, it's a combination of personal and I guess just a a lifetime calling, Um, so I went into the field of neurodiversity before it was officially called neurodiversity, Mm -hmm. um, And I wanted to learn more about uh, autism and autistic kids uh, way back in grad school. And I was just so fascinated by it. And I saw how interesting that that brain was in the population that I was working with at that time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I was like, oh, man, these kids just learn differently, but they're capable of learning. And we're talking about the earlier, you know, stages of, you know, autism and people truly understanding what it is and that you know they're not cognitively delayed but at that point they th- you know like all these different stereotypes that we are we are now in the known to not be true mm-hmm. that we're aware of it now um so when I went into it I just love. I just love those kids and their brain. And I just wanted, I just wanted to learn more about it as much as possible because I found it fascinating because they just learn differently. And I think being neurodiverse myself, having ADHD, it spoke to me in a different way of they learn differently. Like I learned differently, but they, they just seem to have different, you know, symptoms than I, and mm-hmm. I was just curious. So that was the, I guess the calling um, for me then. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, I have a child on the spectrum. So my son is autistic. And it to me, it was like, this is, this is what this was for. Like mm-hmm. I went into this field not knowing a single person or soul with autism, honestly and truly, um, mm-hmm. outside of client population. And then I get a child on the spectrum after I've worked with this population for years. Mm-hmm. And Jake really brought home the whole, the full circle, like he's full circle, meaning I professionally dealt with it. And now I am personally dealing with it um, in different stages of it. Mm -hmm. So it's, I guess it's a combination of personal and professional at the same Mm -hmm. time. Oh, I love that.
0: And have you noticed that having an autistic child shifted
1: the way that you show up for parents that you've been working with? Absolutely, because I am able to connect with them in a way that prior to I could not. I understood, mm-hmm. but I didn't understand.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know it's different things. Sometimes it feels like it can go from almost not necessarily completely clinical, but more clinical to, oh, yep, and let's talk because I've experienced this personally. And so some of these things I've been sharing with you, I know that we need to make some adjustments because I know what it's like in, in real life. So I think it can kind of just change and, and help you shift that focus a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to ask you, when I introduced you, I introduced you as a board service certified cognitive specialist. What is that?
1: (laughs) That basically means at some point I owe someone a lot of money. But besides that, it basically means I have a certification that is specifically designed for cognitive issues and, you know, people that are cognitively different. So we're talking about anxiety. We're talking about dyslexia. We're talking Mm -hmm. about ADHD, autism, just different cognitive abilities. And that Mm -hmm. also includes Alzheimer's and all these different things. But I specify it down to neurodiversity in terms of ADHD, dyslexia, dysgraphia, anxiety, and mostly childhood neurological differences so that's what that means okay that I just I
0: read that and I thought you know what I've heard of a lot of certifications but I didn't know that was its own certification so good for you (laughs) so i wanted to also talk to you about this book that you've written titled our neurodivergent journey so i was telling b that i ordered the book and i wanted to have it read before i interviewed her but i just received it and probably because i just also ordered it just a couple days ago (laughs) so that makes sense but i i wanted to ask you about your book and tell me first of all what inspired you to write it why did you feel like a book like this could be a useful meaningful resource for parents and I also want to know I'm asking you a lot of questions all at once I'm just firing (laughs) questions (laughs) was it was it kind of cathartic for you to write the book so let's start with what what led you to writing this book
1: so Initially, when I discovered that my child was neurologically different, um, he was around 18 months, 18 months old, um, I, I believe. Uh, and I'm a big data collector. In a previous life, I used to collect a lot of data, a lot of samples, a lot of information of as the work that I used to do. Mm-hmm. And being part of mental health and a mental health professional, I also know that your brain will tell you something that is no longer accurate. Mm-hmm. So you will remember things incorrectly. And also having this, you know, perfectionist personality that I was gifted. um, I, I like to write everything down. I, I like to remember things the way as it was. So it started as a journal. It started as what's happening today? What's happening tomorrow? Why is Jake doing this? Why is Jake doing that? So it really was like a diary of just writing information and what's going on. Then as that, you know, as I started to do that, it felt incredibly comforting, because I realized I was pouring myself into my experience, his experience, but also our family experience, like what my when later on, my daughter came in the picture, because she's second born, um, well, how she experienced autism, how my marriage experienced autism, how I experienced it, in terms of just the personal effects. So I wrote it as a let me just write this thing to get it off my chest. It was incredibly healing. Um, It was a form of diary. And I was also working, you know, with the autistic population as, you know, as a consultant, as a parent coach. So I had like this approach where I was doing it personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. So I was dual, I was dual working. Um, So writing it was just something that I needed to do. I turned it into a book Because I realized I learned a lot and I did a lot. And I wonder if I can help other parents bypass some of the worries and anxieties and stress of being told your child is on the spectrum or just being told that your child is different. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be that guide for parents to hear that it's going to be okay. I've been through it. And later on, 2020 was the year I finalized the book and I was editing it. And then I decided to add what you'll see in the book called beast Tips. And it was, how did I get through this? You know, how did I get through Jake not doing this? So how did I get through Abby feeling like, um, am, I, am I visible? You know, do I exist yes. in this space? You know, how did I get through my marriage. Like, what did we do? Like, What was our conversation Mm -hmm. about? There was a lot of, this is my child conversation that I had with my husband. Like, this is my son. He's mine. You don't understand. That's (laughs) my kid. Mm -hmm. Um, How did I get through that? So that's where these tips came out of, of like, this is what we did. This is what worked for us. This is, these these are some of the advice I give to people, um, you know, that I advise to others. And so that's really the birth, Of this book, it was um, a combination of what I needed at that time Mm -hmm. and also what I wanted to put out in the world.
0: Well, I love it. I can't wait to crack that page open, that that book cover open and just start reading. I, Good thing I love reading too. And I love <laughs> learning from other people's experiences. And so I love that you created these tips because it would be fun for me to see if I have also learned some of the things you've learned too. I would love to compare notes on that just personally. So I, wanna, I wanted to also ask you, I, I just feel really motivated by you, and I <laughs> I, feel, I feel inspired by the bees' tips, and I'm sure you have so many great tips that you could share, so I want to kind of piggyback off of that and say, what would you tell other parents that are struggling as they work to meet the needs of their neurodivergent child?
1: So I started the book, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to sell my book or not, but basically, the first chapter is all you need. everything else. <laughs> <laughs> everything else is just more of like a deeper dig into other issues and situations. But I started the chapter with the biggest lesson that I learned throughout this journey and just this journey that we call life in general mm-hmm. um, is acceptance. Honestly mm-hmm. and truly is acceptance. Once you've accepted, this is what I have. This is who my child is. This is the situation. Mm -hmm. Everything else is easy peasy and you can handle it differently. It's not to say you will not have struggles or worries or you'll, or some days you'll just not want it honestly. And truly that's, I'm not taking that away. It's Mm -hmm. more of, I've accepted it. And now I'm dealing with what this looks like in a more healthy way that is beneficial to my mental health, to my child's mental health, to my relationships, to, you know, my overall being. Mm -hmm. So my biggest lesson learned, the biggest tip I can give, it's really the first thing I say in the book is acceptance is the key. That's it. You accept it and everything else just kind of falls into place. What a solid tip. And as I'm listening to you say this, I'm thinking that is so true
0: because when we fight who our child is and we are trying to change who they are um, then we're really just prolonging I mean honestly it affects our mental health it affects yes. our child's mental well-being and their self-esteem who they yes. are yes. when we accept it and embrace it and lean in we are building a foundation there so I I really love that that's kind of your golden tip and and I'm going to read now I'm going to read it I'm, I'm just getting after this book that's all I can tell you <laughs> so for those Of you that are listening, the book, I just want to remind you that it's called Our Neurodivergent Journey. So you can, I ordered mine on Amazon. I'm sure there are other places to order it too, but I ordered mine on Amazon. So I wanted to ask you, how can you be reached? You provide a lot of meaningful, useful, helpful resources. And I just want to know how and where to direct people. Where do I direct parents?
1: So I am everywhere, but under very different names. I have to really work on that. I don't think, you know, um, brand recognition and the marketing part is not, uh, that wasn't the forefront of when I started (laughs) this whole Mm -hmm. journey. It was, I want to give information and I'm just going to give it everywhere. So. (laughs) um under my website beatricemoist.com you'll find the link to my facebook which is be moist um my ig or instagram which is a child like mine and then my unique um parenting channel on YouTube is called unique parenting and that's that's kind of like the baby that I love the most because I'm a writer and at you know, when I I write for so many different publications, sometimes I just want to (laughs) talk. Like sometimes (laughs) I just, I don't want to write. I just want to talk. And Mm -hmm. I try as best as I can to give information on neurodiversity, parenting, mental health, what it looks like, how to connect with your child, what to do, what to avoid. And that's the outlet of um, my unique parenting journey Mm -hmm. on on YouTube, but the other outlets are information, things that I'm doing, articles I've written, um, you name it, I've probably done it. And, but mm-hmm. the best way, obviously is just Beatrice because it will funnel you through the right place. <laughs> I,
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And I will just tell listeners, her last name is spelled M O I S E in case you're not catching that. You might not. I don't know. One thing that I love about you having a YouTube channel is YouTube channels allow you to actually take the time to share more information as opposed to limiting you to like a 60 second snippet Mm -hmm. of or soundbite for people to listen to. It would give you and us listeners and an opportunity to really absorb more useful content. So I really like that you have a YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, I I like it too. And my YouTube videos are like five to six minutes at the max. Some of them are 12, especially um, if it's something I'm really passionate about and there's a lot of information to give. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, oh man, I can't, I can't cap this at six minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, But I try (laughs) to keep it short, like little, here's a tip of the day, like, you know, how to connect with your child. And here are some suggestions of how to connect with a kid that seems to be a loner. You know, a child that's not interested in connecting with you as it appears. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's things like that. And it's things that I feel like anyone can do at any given time with practice. So Mm -hmm. I I like it, too. It's one one of my favorite outlets. It's not, you know, doesn't have a million followers yet, but I'm optimistic. Well,
0: I am going to be one of your newest followers. So you'll find me on there. Maybe I'll, I won't heckle you. I'll just encourage you. I'll i will be, I'll be your cheerleader. Thank so you. yes, yes. Well, I just want to thank you, Beatrice, for being on this podcast with me and for helping inspire me and I'm sure other listeners and for giving us some good resources that we can turn to. And also knowing that we can tap into who you are as a resource too so thank you so much for showing up and being here today
1: thank you for having me i greatly appreciate it thank you my pleasure
0: for those of you that are listening you can also follow me at navigating.the.spectrum thanks for being here